Hey guys, you're listening to She's Obsessed, the podcast, episode number eight. As of late, I've been having lots of conversations about the importance of Black British women being in positions of power in order to open the door and hold the door open for entrepreneurs such as myself to create real change. One good example of this would be Krista Carnegie, Palmer's UK's product manager. Krista was actually the first person that I ever worked with within the beauty industry when I was setting up Treasure Trust. And of course, they had placement in our first ever monthly subscription box. I'm excited to share with you Krista today as we explore self-love in its various different forms. We speak about the importance of saying no, the fact that self-love is an inside job, how important it is to redefine success for yourself and your family. And finally, how she's used her experience as a black woman as an advantage in her role at work. If you're interested in this conversation, you definitely need to join us on the 30th of May 2019 for She's Obsessed live panel, where we speak with four more entrepreneurs truly shaking things up. But let's get into the episode first. Enjoy. So Krista is formally... Um, product manager at Palmer's. Okay. Yes. Um, but I'll allow you to introduce yourself. Tell us a bit more about yourself, especially mm-hmm. your professional background, and then we'll delve a bit more into your personal background. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So I'm Krista, as you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I work with Palmer's. I'm a product manager, which is a bit like a brand manager essentially. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking after Palmer's um, body and hair, but mainly hair care ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back a bit, um, I went to University of York. I graduated in 2010. Mm-hmm. I did um, accounting, business, finance, and management. But I didn't want to do finance, so mm-hmm. I, I really like liked the marketing element of my degree, and yeah. so that's why I kind of went that route. Um, and then graduated in 2010 after like the whole financial crisis and all that mm-hmm. jazz. So I was like, oh my god, what am I going to do? <laughs> um, and I did uh, a brief internship with um, a company called D&D London. Uh-huh. They're like a luxury um, restaurant group. Um, okay. They have restaurants mainly in London, um, and I was there for a short while. And then I had interviewed for Palmer's previously, mm-hmm. but I didn't hear from them, so I went with the other internship because mm-hmm. um, I interviewed initially to be an intern um, and then I had a call from the MD at the time um, and he was like no you got the job but I was like really I started somewhere else and then he was like ah but the other one was unpaid yeah. so obviously, obviously I went to the parlors because <laughs> as a work student <laughs> you know and obviously I loved the brand anyhow because I always had like a partner's jar with me from us little and I mm-hmm. always bought one so we always had every month actually we'd have like our own little jar we had me and my brothers um, we had our own jar so mm-hmm. that's my kind of story with Palmer's and yeah. um, from there I went on to obviously join Palmer's after a few weeks um, and been there since for like nearly coming up to nine years I guess this year would be nine wow. years so, yeah. amazing <laughs> cool so one of the main reasons why I needed you to be my first guest yeah. was because when Treasure Trust launched you were the first brand that stood behind us really has continued to support us yeah. all this way through um, and I know that you play such a fundamental role in the brand mm. especially when it comes to hair care yeah. so can you tell me a bit about your role or well, your job in that specific area so mm. was it your job to launch hair care 
or how did your experience play into that? Yeah, uh, well, with regards to hair care, we've been in hair care for quite a while, but we yeah. never really did much with hair because everyone knows Palmer's for body care. Yeah. Um, but the hair products were have been around for quite a while, but they've been like mm. in the hair shops, you'd see mainly the coconut and some of the olive. But mm-hmm. um, I'd say about three, four years ago is when we started to get, um, I guess, more interest from um, high street retailers. Mm-hmm. And that's when kind of hair sort of took off uh, for us. And then um, myself, I worked in hair I say worked in hair I used to work in my aunt's salon as a salon junior so I had an interest in hair from then so when I was um, obviously asked to look up look after the range I was like yes of course because obviously I love mm-hmm. hair care on a, from a personal level and I had that history where I worked in a salon before so I thought uh, it would be great in that respect to work on hair for Palmer's mm-hmm. um, so yeah amazing um, so as you know this whole season's about self-love mm-hmm. and it's sponsored by Palmer's Natural yes. Fusions um, so my first question to you is mm-hmm. how does Krista define self-love what does self-love mean to Krista yeah well for me self-love is just um loving and appreciating everything about you that's unique mm-hmm. um um so whether it's your hair um a feature you love mm-hmm. and also just um also knowing when to say no to things and just kind mm-hmm. of putting yourself first um, yes. um and just really embracing everything about you and not letting anything um kind of take that away from you mm-hmm. so that's I guess my definition of it that's really good mm. um i think what stood out to me there was the fact that you mentioned knowing when to say no mm. and i feel like as women we don't know when course, to say no like yeah. we're so used to being saying yes all the time True. being so accommodating mm. and thinking of others all the time Definitely. that we don't know when to say no mm. is that something that you had to learn or has it always been something you've intrinsically yeah. known and you've always just done it something I've had to learn because I'm the person I'm like Crystal when you do this I'm like yeah I don't really want to but like, okay <laughs> fine I'll do it because I don't want to let anyone down but I think I've yeah. definitely learned I think over the past few years to say say no more because mm-hmm. you can't say obviously yes to everything as a, mm-hmm. as a limit because then you're trying you kind of you're torn like lots of different ways yes. um, so it's just something I've learned <clears throat> you said about putting yourself first mm-hmm. how do you why am I putting yourself first? Do you feel like guilty at any times? Mm. Or, you know? Yeah, you do feel guilty. Like, say you say no to certain, like, say someone, you want, you want to go here or there? And mm. you're like, I really can't because right now I just have so much on myself. Mm-hmm. I do feel guilty. I'm like, oh my God. And you'll see people doing things, you know, oh, I wish, you do kind of wish a bit you were there, but you know, you can't physically be there because you just yeah. have too much on your plate right now. So you have yeah. to kind of step back and take some time to yourself. So you do, I do feel a bit guilty. Um, but, as I've, as I grow older, I kind of kind of learn to I guess not deal with it, but kind of get through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like get used to get used to. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like it's something that's grown as you've grown professionally? Mm. Because you're pretty high up at Palmer's. Like mm. you make a lot of good decisions. Mm. You're involved in a lot of what they do day to day events, yeah. marketing, literally everything. Yeah. Um. So you have to say no quite a bit as well Definitely. as yes a lot of the time. Yeah. So do you feel like you got you got better at saying no as you grew yeah. in your professional career definitely I'd say yeah. that me probably five six years ago I'll be like oh yeah so I still say yes but yeah. now I'll be like no that's just not, not something work. that we can yeah. do yeah definitely I'm learning as I've gone through and gone up the ranks or whatever internally mm-hmm. I've been able to say no more yeah that's good. Do you feel like it's helped you grow professionally um, as well, being able to say no? Yeah, I think it does help because you kind of see as well what's right for you, for the brand and mm-hmm. um, for yourself as well as yeah. you go and you kind of know what that's really not going to work. There's no point in really um, trying to do everything because you can't. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> 
And so one of the topics that I wanted to discuss with you particularly when it came to self-love was nutrition, wellness, fitness. Yeah. Because self-love does start from the inside out. And for a lot of people that manifest in loads of different ways. Mm. So for some people, it's very much about like the mental work that they do. Yeah. For some people, it's the spiritual work that they mm. do. I know that for you, it's a lot about fitness, yeah. nutrition, good eating. Yeah. Like your Instagram's amazing. The photos <laughs> that you take are amazing. <laughs> and I'm you. like, if my food could look like this, I would eat good <laughs> all of the time. So um, tell me a bit about like what you do as mm. your personal practices. And then how does that play into like your perceptions of self-love? Yeah. And how do you fulfill self-love by or demonstrate mm. self-love by taking care of yourself? from the inside out yeah well for me in terms of like fitness and nutrition I just try I try to keep active I, I love mm-hmm. it like a few years ago I never really like I was totally unfit and I had an incident actually where um, I had to go to A&E because I had these really bad no palpitations way. and I thought oh my god oh my god what's wrong and yeah. it, it turns out I just had like mine it was nothing major mm-hmm. major major um so um that instance kind of made me think okay am i eating right am i looking after myself mm-hmm. kind of looked at my diet and all that and i wasn't really exercising or mm-hmm. doing anything i was just kind of going with the flow and eating it was, yeah it was rubbish really and um since then i've just tried to eat better mm-hmm. and exercise more and i, and I loved it actually because at the start for me my fitness journey i was i couldn't even run like a kilometer without like stopping I had mm-hmm. to, but whereas now i've been able to do like do half marathons <laughs> so yeah um and by doing that i've just i felt i guess better about myself and mm-hmm. um just um knowing that what inside my body is going to be is for like a it's going to kind of what's the word it's going to obviously nourish me in a good way yeah. and obviously i feel good when i eat good food and mm-hmm. um as you said as well but the plate's looking really good looking if it looks good then i'm going to be eating i love yeah. my food to look good and and all that is kind of just it's helped me in that in that sense yeah. mm-hmm. has um feeling good and just feeling good about yourself always been a staple or throughout your life or was there a point in your life like teen or like mm. post-teen years where you were like mm, i don't feel so great about myself mm. especially working in such an image conscious yeah. industry that we do like yeah. everything's about how people look not necessarily mm. about what goes on behind the scenes True. so has that always been a constant for you that you've always valued feeling good from the inside out and have you always felt that way or have mm. there been times where your confidence has slipped maybe a bit mm. and you've not felt no i don't feel that good about myself and yeah. i don't feel like i deserve to eat mm. better or exercise um not really i say maybe in my 20s i've mm-hmm. made more conscious decision to eat better and when yeah. I was a bit younger I didn't really mind and yeah um, I was eating yeah I was everything. eating everything <laughs> I was in the chicken shop at lunchtime <laughs> and all that um and then even looking back like say for instance like say my skin wasn't as good and mm-hmm. then when I've changed my diet and stuff um that all changed and I see my skin getting better when I exercise mm-hmm. as well and my hair flourishing and all that so yeah. I'd say in my 20s was where I tried to make more conscious decision to take better take care. better care of myself and whereas in my teens not so much mm-hmm. Um, as I've grown as well, I've kind of loved my body more when mm-hmm. I was older than say when I was younger as well. That's good. So, yeah. That is really, really good. No, that's a good question. Yeah. So, does it take you a lot of time out of your day to mm. be able to do this mm. as well? Um, yeah, I try to incorporate it in my day because okay. it does. It is can be time consuming. Like yeah. say if you're doing meal prep, I don't always meal prep because that will take hours. Yeah. <laughs> so you have quite well. You have relatively long working days yeah. so take us through what your week looks like and how mm. you prepare for your week yeah um because 
I meal prepped this week and I feel like I've got my whole life together yeah. just because I know what I'm going to eat. <laughs> and I feel like it does save you time yeah. because now I'm not thinking about, okay, what am I going to mm. make for lunch? What am I going to buy at lunch? Yeah. Um, so take us through what your schedule looks like and how yeah. you're able to build self-care into every day. Because it sounds mm. like every day yeah. you take an hour to make sure that you're fine yeah, before you go out into the world, mm. go into your job, give that your all. Yeah. You're married as well. Yeah. So knowing how you even make time for that <laughs> as well would be amazing. So like, take us through your week. Yeah, well, through my week, I'll start maybe on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday mm-hmm. like self-care day for me, really. I usually like wash my hair mm-hmm. and kind of obviously do all the laundry and stuff and yeah. then prep all my things for the week ahead. And I'll obviously go to the gym um, mm-hmm. as well. Um, I don't, when I meal, if I meal prep, it won't be for like quite a few days, it'll be for like one or two days because I mm-hmm. always get bored get as bored, well. Yeah. Um, and sometimes just I feel like eating when I've meal prepped and want to have something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously... Monday to Friday I'm at work and then mm-hmm. in the week I try to go to the gym in the evening I'd love to go in the morning mm-hmm. but I just I can't do it I really want to I don't know why yeah. the energy in the evening yeah I just yeah. And even though it kind of gives you a bit like of a boost really yeah it's interesting but when I've gone to like say America for work I've been able to work out in the morning yeah probably the time difference yeah but I can't do it when I'm here but I really want to try and do that this year because I see you on your Instagram doing that as well I really yeah, want I find it like gives you energy for yeah, the day yeah. and then by the time you finish the day you're exhausted mm. but it's good because then you go to sleep at a decent time Definitely. but I find that when I go to the gym in the evening mm. I get this energy boost and I can't do anything with it because mm. now I need to go to bed <laughs> so yeah I don't yeah. think it's hard for me so yeah I try to in the week um, and also um, even before I go to work as well in the morning I'll mm-hmm. do a bit of like reading or just checking the news on mm-hmm. social media whatever um, and also um, I try to do journaling as well um, so okay. in, in the week I write down any key things I want to mm-hmm. um, do or achieve in the week um, mm-hmm. I use like the whole, a bullet journal um, I so my yeah, last year for it's Christmas. actually it's really good yeah I did uh, all these videos on YouTube you know you have um you watch people how they create their own so yeah. I watched all of those and I decided last year I was going to create my own bullet journal so oh. I tried to it's actually a really good way of tracking things and kind of oh. seeing things better and moving things around without writing like long yeah. um, sentences anyway so I check my bullet journal for things mm-hmm. to do each day um, and then come home and I go to gym or mm-hmm. sometimes I go straight to gym from work and then mm-hmm. have some food just relax with hubby and and um, that's my normal days and I have meetings as well sometimes in the week mm-hmm. um, going into London because we're partners are we based out of London mm-hmm. so I mean going into London every now and again um, for meetings and then on Saturday I usually go to park run it's the only day I can do exercise in the morning oh. <laughs> <laughs> so on Saturday I get up for 9am park run um, which is in my local park and nice. I've just found that such a really good a good start to the weekend yeah kind of definitely gives you the energy for the whole weekend and then just really chilling from there for the rest of the weekend. Wow. So yeah. it sounds like fitness is 100% yeah. a priority for you. Like yeah. it's one of your obsessions. Mm. It's something that you feel really, really strongly about. Mm. Um, is there any way or do you have any thoughts to way, towards the way that the beauty industry mm. kind of, I want to say masks that because yeah. a lot of it is how you look from the outside mm. versus what is actually going on from the inside. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on like how the beauty industry mm. portrays what, beauty and health actually is yeah. versus what it actually means to be a healthy being taking mm. care of your body taking care of your mind taking yeah. care of what you eat definitely I think it might be probably too much uh, focus on how people look like aesthetically like mm-hmm. you know like looking toned and ripped there's really. so much more to it than that you don't have to mm-hmm. be all toned and ripped to be fit and mm-hmm. all that so I think probably too much emphasis on that and maybe as well a lot too much emphasis on like um 
just how the skin looks. Mm-hmm. So you have to, as you said, internal. I think that's one area that brands need to tap into more. Yeah. Because even talking about like say self care, there's more to self care than just applying a mask. Or yes. More, I don't know applying a lotion. I'm saying that um, even though we sell lotions, but <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. about like having that time to yourself to mm-hmm. obviously nourish your body, your hair, and everything. And mm-hmm. also, um, I don't know if you want to read or yes. go, to, go for a walk, etc. I think it should be the beauty industry doesn't focus, I think, enough mm-hmm. on that aspect of um, self care and mm-hmm. being fit and well. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So it's the start of the year, mm-hmm. um, and this is the time when everyone makes New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. How do you go about attacking the year, and then mm-hmm. do you set personal fitness and nutrition goals as well, yeah. or do you just is your plan to just maintain what you were mm-hmm. doing from the previous year? Uh, I try to maintain what I've done previously, um, but also um, with like say running, I try mm-hmm. to um, like set a target. For for instance, I want to get my five k in under twenty five minutes. Um, <laughs> so I really want to work towards that and then um, just trying to be consistent be yeah. more consistent in the gym because it's hard because sometimes you'll be consistent because I usually try to work towards a challenge mm-hmm. and I'll be consistent onto that challenge and then you take a bit of a breather and you can you can slip so yeah, yeah I just try to um, be, I want to be consistent mm-hmm. more, more consistent this year um, with fitness and also usually I just look back um, at the end of the year or even as I'm going along not even just at the end mm-hmm. how things have gone you know have I achieved all the things I wanted to achieve mm-hmm. and then you know what because you can't do everything as well in one year yeah. um so just based on I look back at you have like a list I do have resolutions and mm-hmm. I have a list of them of things I want to do leaving resolution goals yes um and I usually um kind of set that before the year starts mm-hmm. um and then as you go things change you just mm-hmm. have to adapt because there's no nothing, nothing set in stone exactly. so you just have to take life as it comes and really yeah. embrace all aspects of it yeah, yeah. You see with your mm. like day to day as you were saying yeah. before, you seem like you have like a really good routine. <laughs> yeah. And so what happens when your week's not yeah. in routine? Like mm. say if you've got mm. the unexpected yeah. trip somewhere, mm. how do you keep up um, Well, if I have like unexpected like there's times I guess where I have to say I want to go to the gym and then I have to go, I'm going somewhere on for dinner or whatever. Yeah. Um I just kind of take it as it comes but in the past I'd be like no I want to go to gym because I'm quite a regimented person I think mm-hmm. as a whole but I've kind of learned to just adapt to it and just take it on like go to the gym another time uh, yeah that's fair. yeah that's fair yeah. um and then I was listening to I don't know if it was a YouTube video or a podcast and mm-hmm. they were talking about their goal setting strategy yeah. and someone was saying that they revise their goals every quarter rather mm-hmm. than writing them for the whole year and mm-hmm. I thought oh that's quite an interesting way to do sure. it because I usually break it down by quarter mm-hmm and then just continue to revisit. Yeah. Would you mind sharing a bit about your goal setting strategy for the year? Mm. Um, even if it comes down to like the bullet journal and what yeah. you were able to do with that. And then maybe share some goals if you don't mind. Because yeah. um, I always find it difficult to separate personal from professional. Yeah, as I was writing goals, I was like, okay, Jamelia, these are goals for treasure trends. Like, <laughs> what about you as an actual person and yeah. an actual individual? Yeah. So I had to put a lot of effort into trying to separate the two. Mm. Um, so yeah, would you mind talking us through that? Yeah. Yeah, it is hard to separate work and, and personal goals. But yeah. yeah, I usually just, I guess, just reflect. I just take some time to reflect mm-hmm. and think, what have I achieved? Like, for instance, last year, um, I did, like, a half marathon. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that was, that was a good achievement. It's also a good time as well to, I guess, look back at all the good things you've done, all the things you've done, and just mm-hmm. be grateful. And kind of, yeah. when you kind of, obviously, there's, along the way in the year, um, things happen that aren't necessarily gone to plan or mm-hmm. amazing um, but it's just looking at those key highlights I think firstly yeah. just helps put you in a really good mood and 
mindset or planning mm-hmm. your ahead. So I usually look at those. Um, and then um, also, obviously, I'm married, so we have all yes. kind of goals as a couple of things we want to oh, do. So it's cool. having different lists of different types of goals. Yeah. And professionally as well, having like things you want to do at work, things I want to achieve, mm-hmm. things I want to do more of, or things mm-hmm. I didn't do as well as I would have liked to. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm not going into much detail, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully right. that's somehow making sense. Yeah, um, no, yeah. it does make sense. Mm. Hey guys, I wanted to pause for one minute just to give a huge shout out to our sponsors, Palmers UK. So for 2019, I'm not sure about what you've got planned, but this year I'm definitely drinking more water, minding the business that pays me, of course, deep conditioning regularly and getting more sleep. So I wanted to talk to you a bit more about what I'm using this month to deep condition, and that would be Palmer's new Natural Fusions Chia Seed and Argan Oil Hair Mask, which is part of the wider Palmer's Natural Fusions hair range. This range contains 95% natural ingredients to help nourish and protect your hair. Not to mention that these products are infused with sustainably sourced raw oils, and the product line has no parabens, no sulfates, no silicones, no mineral oils, or any harsh chemicals, which is important. So definitely check out this range. Let me know what you think at Jamelia is obsessed. Let me know what you think and share it with my team at Treasure Tress, T-R-E-S-S, and share it with the team at Palmers UK. I can't wait to hear what you think, but let's get back to the episode. If you could give um, a tip to younger Krista, so mm. say 16-year-old Krista, mm. on, self, on her own self-love journey, mm. what she should prioritise mm. and what she should think about, what would you say? Um, I'd say just... Um, Ooh, let's get deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just say, just be you, um, mm-hmm. be confident in who you are, um, and also not to worry about what other people say. Because mm-hmm. when I was younger, I used to worry about, oh my God, what's this person saying? Like, what are they going to think? People pleasing, essentially, and just yeah. try to move away from that um, mm-hmm. and just embrace everything you are. And, yeah. keep going <laughs> what age do you think yeah. that you moved away from like the people pleasing mm. or do you feel like it's just an ongoing process yeah I think it's, it's an ongoing it's an ongoing mm-hmm. thing because it just it depends on people because obviously your family your friends yeah. you want to mm-hmm. keep everyone happy everyone sweet um, it's ongoing but definitely I'd say in my 20s that's where mm-hmm. you know, like, I can't live like that I can't just mm-hmm. keep pleasing everyone yeah it's yeah like, do, do you? are there any like distinctive times that you can think of mm. where that advice would have been really useful mm. or like can you think of any situations where you're like oh now looking back mm. I can see that I should have done this and I should actually keep this in mind um, maybe when I was a bit younger and say like going to university I wasn't mm-hmm. sure like um should I go like away from home mm-hmm. and all that jazz and yeah I did in the end but just if I was me now there I've just done it like, not be worrying and stressing mm-hmm. about what everyone's going to think and blah 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 mm-hmm. just doing it because it was just one of the most I guess um, enriching and just powerful times of my life so, yeah. yeah and you yeah. lived on campus I lived on campus yeah it was fun no, yes it was fun, <laughs> 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 it was fun. Just cooking your own food yeah. and all that and it was good good times yeah and were you concerned about leaving people behind or were you concerned yeah. about not fitting in mm. or not having a good experience like yeah. what was what was your concern that you were trying to people please mm. i think it was like a combination of things just i guess maybe being worried as well um if being away from home am i going to still keep, make my parents happy and mm-hmm. all that jazz um and also leaving was leaving friends behind as well mm-hmm. and i was quite nervous as well because where i went to uni there was um 
and I knew no one really. I knew no one. I was just I was going to York, London to York. Mm-hmm. I knew no one. I was like, oh my god, what am I going to do? Is anyone going to talk to me? Mm-hmm. And this is like building a new circle again. Yes. Um, but in the end, it was fine. How do you switch off from the people pleasing? So when mm. a scenario mm. comes up, yeah. and you're like, okay, this is going to help this person, mm. that person. How do you mentally get into yeah. a state where, oh, hold on, this is mm. not for me? Mm. Um, I think you just, I just have to. I don't know how I do it, but I just say, yeah. I just say no, I, just, I can't, I can't. You just kind of, you see those, for me, I just see those signs. I'm getting a bit like, a bit nervous or anxious. I'm like, oh my God, I have to make this person do this for this person, that mm. for that person. And you just have to be like, no, I can't. Cause it just, it's not good for your mental health and for your well-being. So I just, when I start to feel like I'm like, no, I can't, I just step away from mm-hmm. it. Like, Sorry guys, <laughs> I can't yeah. do this now. Are you the type yeah. to explain why you can't do it? Or have um, you got to the point where you're like, I don't need to explain yeah. that my no is a no mm. and that's it. Yeah, no, I just, say no <laughs> don't say why but just sorry yeah. guys can't do it <laughs> have you ever had has it ever backfired on you or have you ever had someone like I don't know respond negatively to yeah. you putting yourself first yeah. no I haven't actually I haven't I guess that's one thing people probably won't say anything if you say no mm. it probably doesn't it's not that big of a deal it's just yeah. you making a big deal I think that's yeah. one of the scary things mm. yeah. why telling you yeah. what the answer's gonna say definitely yeah. 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 yeah that's true Krista mm. yeah <laughs> what's your definition of success or like mm. what's a vision that you have for yourself in a way that you would see yourself successful mm. not even a point in your life um, where you'd be like okay once I've got this house got this car mm. I'm successful but maybe like a point in your personal development mm. where you're like when I feel this way or when I act this way I know that I've reached a yeah. point I'll be proud of and yeah. deemed successful Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good one. I think success for me is just where, obviously you want to have all the things like your house and mm-hmm. all that jazz, but other than that, it's just um, knowing you've made like an impact mm-hmm. and helped others in some way and mm-hmm. really used your time um, here on, on earth in a valuable mm-hmm. way. I think that's when um, I'd be able to say I've been successful. So. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like mm. you've had, you felt successful at any point already? Um, I think like doing what I've been doing in the past few years, like working here, I do feel as though I've, I've have felt successful in that, yes. mm. um, being able to help raise like awareness um, for um, black women and natural hair mm-hmm. and just beauty as as a whole. Um, so in that respect, I've felt successful. But there's still so much more work to be done. Mm. Um, I just really want to continue building on that and yeah. um, continue to make women feel special and yeah. just uh, loving themselves in every way. Um, then I'll be like, yeah, done done my job. Mm-hmm. And I guess over the years as well, you kind of see more what um, you're destined to do. Like as you get older, yes. you're like maybe that's maybe that's it. Like like at first I was like after after uni I didn't really know what I wanted to do mm-hmm. I kind of I guess fell into a role and then from there you kind of really see maybe this is what God or the mm-hmm. universe wanted me to do yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I feel like you've done an amazing job I feel yeah. like Palmas have set the bar yeah. of what hair care brands that are mainstream mm. that want to cater to ethnic women yeah. should do Definitely. like you make sure that you show up at all the right places mm. you're sold in the right places yeah. you speak to women in the language that they can understand mm. um is that something that you saw from the outside and you was like this is the exact mm. change that i can make mm. or is it something that once you were in it you were like actually mm. i feel like we should do this mm. and have you always been empowered to use your voice in that way mm. without trying to shrink yourself based mm. on the environment that you're in yeah. and it's probably more once you're in that space, mm-hmm. you kind of realize, you kind of, and you look at everything, the whole picture, you kind of realize mm-hmm. where, what you should be saying, what you should be doing, and mm-hmm. um, how the brand, I guess, should be perceived, and mm-hmm. being like the consumer as well. I just know yes. what I want it to look like and try as much as I can to make sure whatever the brand does is reflective 
yeah. of that because then it's really truly truly what the consumer wants mm-hmm. and, yeah um, what's one of the most impactful campaigns events mm. um, even pieces of content that you think you've produced to date mm. which has shown you yes I'm, I'm moving in the right direction mm. and I'm making the impact that I want to and I'm mm. making women feel good about themselves mm. um, I think a lot of the stuff we've done um, with obviously the Palm Squad has been great yes. and I think that's really reflective of uh, where the brand is going and mm-hmm. um, in terms of um, just having really good content that people can truly learn from mm-hmm. has been good um, and also um, all that's been involved as well with Treasure Tress and mm-hmm. everything you stand for and all the events as well I think has been amazing mm-hmm. um, and I just love the vision and the direction everything mm-hmm. um, it's very much aligned to where what Palmas is in my own mm-hmm. personal direction as well um, and aside from that also working we did a lot of work with um, charity breast cancer care yes. and I think that really um, working on on that project and seeing it evolved mm-hmm. has been I think uh, has been great and just because with that we basically um, um, support the charity and obviously provide a monetary donation mm-hmm. but also being at the heart of the services and, mm-hmm. and making um, these women who've had um, breast cancer or survived mm-hmm. breast cancer um, feel special I think mm-hmm. being being involved in that has been amazing and just um, I've got to, I got the chance to go to one of the courses that um, Breast Cancer Care hosts mm-hmm. and just have been like a fly on the wall listening in and um, it was just really powerful and kind of made um, everything I'm doing a bit I guess worth it yes. more so than anything and just seeing how much these women have been through and um, mm-hmm. just how much like a small token like we just gave them a few products whatever and they love yes. it and it just fit makes them feel so good so yeah being a part of that has been amazing and um if i'm if i'm yeah. an influencer and i want to be part of the palm squad mm. um what are some things that i can do i know that we touched on this briefly yeah, at the time like the pop-up shop but i don't know if you've got any tips or tricks that you would mm. say like this is what we look for for women that we invite to be a part of the palm squad mm. and this is how you can gain our attention and this is what we like to see yeah um, well, to be part of Palmer Squad, we really look for um, bloggers, influencers who've um, used the brand before. Mm-hmm. So they genuinely are interested in the brand, not just taking a brand deal. Yes. Um, so for instance, with Abby Curls and Culture, they've mentioned us organically loads mm-hmm. of times in the past. And yes. So we knew we wanted to, to work with them. So just mentioning the brand and just... Um, as well we we are open to working with almost different categories of influencers mm-hmm. you don't have to be like a beauty blogger or whatever mm-hmm. so moms um fitness influencers mm-hmm. so um we're open to almost working with lots of different influencers essentially and um just uh, we like influencers who are really true to themselves and mm-hmm. like kind of um obviously specialists in their field so if yes. if i don't i'm keeping that fitness but if fitness is your thing mm-hmm. then you know we want to see that come through in whatever content you create for us um mm-hmm. so just um, influencers who know who they are they're the original they're themselves mm-hmm. um um yeah cool Hope that helped <laughs> and then in closing because i'm conscious of the time mm-hmm. um what are some tips or tricks that you can give us mm-hmm. as a way for us to embed fitness mm-hmm. into our lifestyle um, in order to demonstrate self-love mm-hmm. and just make the most of who we are and be our best selves every yeah. day. And I'll just say start off small, go for walks, like do mm-hmm. do some walking, get some steps in, mm-hmm. grab a fit up it, given them, it's like a brand mention, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> grab a fit there because then you can, it prompts you to move. Also try park run uh, on a Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. It's, um, so I think it's for vitality, health and anyone can do park run and then how about eating yeah just when you do your weekly shop just try and make sure you get your vegetables and mm-hmm. um excuse me get your fruits get a mm-hmm. bit of make sure your fridge and cupboards are stocked with mm-hmm. healthy stuff and obviously you want to have your treats and stuff but um just try and um prepare like 
various meals and just mm-hmm. keep the variety going. I think a lot of times healthy eating might be might seem to be boring because it's just the same leafy thing yeah. all the time. But you can just add, I don't know, beans and pulses, etc. You can do so much with mm-hmm. it. And also look to like Instagram. There's loads of like recipe ideas and quick say, videos. Like, where do you get your ideas yeah, from? I just like follow like healthy or food bloggers and just see mm-hmm. what they're doing and I learn learn from that and just experimenting myself um, at home and grab a Nutribullet or a juicer or a blender mm-hmm. etc and just put some things together and just I guess slowly add things to maybe to your if you're not used to eating totally like healthy just mm-hmm. add one or two things here and there and as you go kind of learn to love healthy food more if you follow me um, at beautiful health blog um, you can see who I'm following as well it's mainly fitness foodie ones so okay. from there you'll be able to see um, influencers to follow and for fitness um, people like Adrienne London Adriana London I'm sorry um, and also um, even Amy My- Amy Naomi um, yeah, yeah she's, she's really yeah she's really into fitness so she has some uh, fitness um, Instagram as well I think so you can so get ideas from there um, um, it's things called fitness foodie um, thank you so much for your no time worries. thank you for having me